You're listening to the Fired Up Podcast Network. Let's get fired up. Fired up NFL draft with your host Daniel Garrett and Mitch Wolf. Mitch, how are you doing today? Doing great. Um, better than well, I guess I'm worse than most Steelers fans because all of them are clamoring to acquire Deshaun Watson, which is something that I'm not the biggest fan of. Uh, but that's not why we're here. We're here to recap the NFL Combine, which is now all wrapped up, and excited to delve into that. Yeah, for sure, and, and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, there, there's been a lot of news. Do want to hit on uh, real quick some things that will impact the draft. Um, first off, obviously, uh, Rogers resigning with Green Bay is a big one. Uh, probably have to look now at them trying to build around him in the near future, the, these next two years. So look for more pro-ready players to be drafted by them. And then the big one is uh, Russell Wilson to Denver. That sends number nine and 40 three something like that 40, yeah. somewhere in the 40s uh to seattle for this year's draft so seattle is now at pick nine and obviously denver is in now a win now window so that again changes who they will look for i just i i, I can't even think of a hypothetical seattle first round draft pick that will that i, I can't predict any of them because they would all be too funny you know and the legitimate ones that would make sense aren't going to happen. So you have to think outside the box and all of them are just more ridiculous than the next. So I'm going to be very excited to see what crazy thing they do with the ninth overall pick. Yeah. Here's the thing. When's the last time they picked this high, like over a decade ago. I mean, I, I, I think like Bruce Irvin was like 16. Um, I feel like it's like Bruce Irvin, James Carpenter and Earl Thomas were, uh, in the teens, so I can't think of last time they picked in the top ten. Ooh, didn't they have a bust at? Uh, oh, oh, oh! Aaron Curry, the linebacker from Wake Forest. Yeah, he that was probably been the last top ten. Oh, game. actually, actually, the year after that, they picked Russell Okung at six in two thousand ten. Okay. Yes, that's and then another first round pick. They picked Earl Thomas that same year at fourteen. So, but yeah, I mean, since so, oh my god, goodness, this is even going back further. It's bad. Um, like. So let's see. In, in 2008, they picked Lawrence Jackson out of USC, who was a good college player. I don't think he did much in the NFL. Aaron Curry at four the next year, bust. Russell Okung at six the next year, good player, played for a bunch of other teams. Earl Thomas, great player. James Carpenter, okay. Bruce Irvin, fine, good player. Uh, they did not pick in the first round the next three years. Uh, and then Jermaine Effetti at 31, not ideal. No pick in 2017. 2018 Rashad Penny, 2019 LJ Collier, uh, 2020 Jordan Brooks, and I'm not picking the first round since. Yeah, now like to be fair, Collier's the only one of those last three that like absolutely sucks. I think the, the Penny, other two are eh. Like they're Penny had sucked until this year. Yeah, and he like he broke out a little bit. And also, Fetty has been he's on like his fifth team, isn't he? 
Yeah, he something. was forward. forward. Or I, I always get him confused yeah. with uh, Cedric Abwehi. I was. Yeah, no, Fetty, they both Fetty's went been on quite a few teams. Yeah, I'm going to check this out now because I know that he's been. I feel like actually, it's actually, it's only, only the Seahawks and the Bears. Um, but I think I always get him a confused little way because they're both kind of tackle guard hybrids from Texas A&M. But like Penny wasn't good until this year. Collier has been yeah. bad. And Brooks is a good player. It's just picking him there was. Yeah, he was like not, a third round type guy. Sec- <laughs> yeah. late second, early third round type guy. And uh, again, yeah. he's about where he was projected to go. He if he was picked there, he would have been a good pick there. Yeah, just. A decent amount of other players they could have picked yeah. that probably would have been yeah. better, but yeah, but that's beside the point. Yeah, but it'll be very interesting. I don't mm-hmm. know, and it's hard to see what they'll do in terms of they could go any direction because Drew Lock sure ain't stopping anybody from taking a quarterback. Desmond <laughs> Ritter at nine. Let's go. God, uh, big but, time. Uh, Nate Tice would be in love, but I know I think I, he was I, the one who even suggested on a podcast I heard as a joke, but. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about Ritter is, well, I mean, this is kind of, we're going far afield, but like, I see a lot of people that I really respect in the space that really like Ritter and have him QB1. So, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's tough. I mean, because like Ritter, 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 Ritter is ready to play now and like probably has more upside than Pickett, honestly. So I kind of oh, get yeah. it. I, I do believe he, he, he has a better arm than Pickett. He has better tools than Pickett. Yeah. I, I get that. He's the same age. Mm-hmm. So like against these other guys, Ritter's age becomes a problem, but not against Pickett. Pickett's just yeah. as old. And yeah. guess what? Jordan loves two months younger than Kenny Pickett. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, and now we'll start kind of pivoting to the combine finally. Uh, so we'll start with, we're not going to talk about quarterbacks extensively, but Desmond Ritter had a nice day, you know, showing casing a lot of athleticism, uh, ran a four, almost a four, four forty, which is really impressive. Uh, good jumps. His three cone was, a, was the worst among the quarterbacks, but all the three, three cone times I'm kind of, yeah. And it, they're doing them at like 11 o'clock at night, like mul- tons of multiple position groups completely opted out of it. So I don't know how much I believe it, but you know, uh, in terms of just the athletic testing, I think he had the best day of the quarterbacks by far for all that. Uh, EJ Perry was close. Yeah, EJ I guess Perry that's was you, up there. If you're, that's he's that's, obviously like a day three type guy, but yeah, yeah, I, uh, I don't really see the uh, pretty much. I think there's about like twelve quarterbacks I would use a pick on in this draft, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe less. Uh, I mean, I don't know maybe if it's fewer. That high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's crazy. And then from all, it seemed all indicated that Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett killed the interviews. Did very well there. Um, Matt Corral did not work out because he's still coming back from his injury. Um, Cole, Saw some stuff today Carson, about Carson Strong struggling in the interview process. Yeah, and, and that's that's what I heard at, in Mobile as well that he doesn't come off super well in interviews. And you know he had the you know one of the highlights of the day where he threw a perfect deep ball to Chris Olave. You know, but it's against air with no coverage and it's a one read throw. So you know, take it with a grain of salt. It looked nice, but there's really not much take from it. So yeah, Strong has not. I don't think he's had the best uh, draft process thus far. So, no, I think he's pretty, sem- pretty much down. cemented himself as that sixth guy in this. Mm. Yeah, I think I would agree with you because nobody, like, I don't think anybody really missed QB one anymore. Um, because, you know, with the injuries taken into account as well, if, that, if that's definitely the case. Yeah. 
moving on to running backs, um, honestly, Kenneth Walker, just an absolutely mm-hmm. tremendous day. Him being able to run 4-3-8 was just outstanding. And his other stuff was good as well. 211 pounds, just absolutely phenomenal performance from him. Uh, yeah, I think this is where we should probably should bring it up is that his it's funny looking at this spreadsheet that I'm looking at, like it has the two unofficial times, then his official time, which was four, four, six, four, five, zero, then four, three, eight. So it was just a wild day from the guy doing the hand times. Um, wild week. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was Lance Zerline who said essentially like anybody's time, just add 0.05 to it. And that's probably a more accurate estimation of which, what their which actual four speed is. Him at four, four, three is still. Yeah. Oh, for absolutely really good. I was I was expecting him in the four five, like four five mm-hmm. flat type range. Yeah. So yeah. If you do that and put him at four four three, I still think that's absolutely tremendous. And his jumps weren't bad either. 34 inch vertical, 122 inch broad jump. Yeah. Another guy who had the I mean, he's kind of I'd say he's the presumptive RB1 right now. Brees Hall from Iowa State had a great day, uh, jumped 40 inches in the vertical, 10 six in the broad uh ran a four three nine official so about a four four five ish uh you know if you have a normal time but uh came in a five eleven two seventeen so good size um looked you know he looked decent in the drills uh there's not that much they can do honestly but i think breesala pretty much has a has a pretty commanding hold on rb1 after kyron williams is disappointing 40 time yeah, and uh, do want to mention here, um, all of the running backs opted out of the three cone, so we do not have those times. Same with uh, short shuttle. Um, mm-hmm. So we're looking exclusively at uh, 40 yard dash, vertical, and broad jumps. And uh, six guys, seven guys benched, six guys benched. So yeah, that was nice. And they're all your bigger backs plus max hey Borgie. hey 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 i say max borgie and tyler and uh, greg bell <laughs> yeah but and yeah, they all were, of them are over, yeah. like 220 all of them are yeah pretty tall you get dame pierce Brian, or uh Abr- no sorry dame pierce uh hassan haskins, Son haskins and Snoop kevin Connor harris and, yeah. yeah but yeah it's all speed and jumps basically yeah it's uh again uh, the top guys performed exactly as we wanted them to um, was there anyone in this group that disappointed you from a, uh, athletic testing standpoint? Yeah. I touched on it earlier. Kyron Williams running back from Notre Dame yeah. who, uh, ran a, f- his, his unofficial times were in the four sevens. His official was four, six, five. So again, that, and, and that's just, that's bad. Um, and we were, th- there was kind of a fear that he would test poorly in the 40. Um, and it's just confirmed that his jumps were not that great. 32 inch vertical, nine foot, eight inch broad. Um, just not what you want to see for a guy that needed to have a good day there. Um, and I, I'm, it's, you know, obviously it is the 40, it's not the be all end all, but for a guy who's a smaller back who, you know, is really good on third downs, but doesn't have that home run threat ability. It's and in a league that already kind of has devalued running backs. Um, I'm not sure why you would, or I feel like a lot of teams are not going to invest a higher pick when they could get somebody who, you know, is in a bigger build and is, you know, better athletically, maybe doesn't have the production or isn't just, isn't as elite in pass protection, but is, you know, solid, you know, pick them on day three instead of middle of day two. Yeah. And and you look, I forget who said this, but they said that the combine is about getting, finding the outlier. So we talked about Brees Hall, this terrific performance and 
yeah, Kyron Williams is that outlier the other way where he's, his performance was so bad that it really is going to drop him just because you, you look, it's hard for a lot of your running backs that are successful in that four, six uh, running range are your bigger backs like your uh, James Conner, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> that's your typical successful four, six type guy not Kyron Williams. Yeah, exactly. The one one other one positive guy was Pierre Strong from South Dakota State who four, ran three, a 437 at uh 511207 good jumps 36 inch vertical 10 foot 4 inch broad. Um and you know for an FCS guy, you know, that that raises you from a you know a, a late day 3 pick to maybe an early mid day 3 pick and that it's a big from round pick to maybe a fifth or fourth or even fourth round pick. And that's a, that's a huge jump for a guy like that. So it, I think he had one of those, one of the biggest winners among the running back group because of that time. Yeah. And with that additional higher asset being invested in you, that could be the difference for him between being a third string back and being a practice squad type mm-hmm. guy. Yep, exactly. So it make that's a massive jump for him. Want to move on to receivers here? Yeah, um, also known as the Missouri Valley Football Conference uh, Division. <laughs> guys got guys like Isaiah Weston and uh, uh, Christian Watson just blowing up the combine in completely unconscionable ways. Yeah, it's it's just absolutely insane. What especially Watson at his size, you, mm-hmm. you think about it. Obviously, when you're going out there in an actual real game setting. A guy that is 6'4", you just have to think. They're going to be better runners over the longer distance, and typically that's longer than 40 yards. So typically your longer-limbed guys don't necessarily do as well. They do better in the second 20 um, mm-hmm. than the first, but it it's just when they're longer-limbed, it just takes them a while to get going. So his ability to run 4'3", 6", at 6'4", is just absolutely insane just uh, insane performance and he did really well in everything 38 and a half inch vertical and a 136 inch broad jump just a tremendous tremendous job from him out of North Dakota State and you, you touched on it uh Northern Iowa receiver um Isaiah Weston another good day 44240 um I forget what his jumps were he had a 40 inch vertical and a 11 foot three inch broad jump. So one inch shorter than Watson in the broad and then an inch and a half more in the vertical. He also put up 20 reps on the bench at six, three, two, 14. Yeah. And that's long arms. That's so, really impressive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 32 and, and a half uh, inch his, arms throwing up. Yeah. 20 reps. Uh, yeah, it's... yeah. So that I think he's, he's not in the same caliber right now as, Watson, but you know what? I think I'm not sure that the, there's enough hype to get Watson in the first round because of how good this receiver class is at that range. Uh, but Weston made like kind of like strong, made himself a lot of money uh, with this combine. Um, other guys that I th- thought did well, um, Kevin Austin Jr. out of Notre Dame, kind of coming out of nowhere um, with some great numbers. Uh, had a 39 inch vertical, 11 foot broad jump, a 44340. Uh, he had a two. He had a four point one five short shuttle, which I think was 
the second best. Yep, second best among the receivers only behind uh, Calvin Austin. And then a 6.713 cone, which I think was the best three cone among the wide receivers. And doing all this at 6.2200. So, you know, if Calvin Austin does it at 5.7170, that's... His three cone was second best as well. Oh, was? Calvin Austin. Okay. Yeah. Okay, the, one, the sheet I have doesn't have Calvin Austin's name on there. Okay, so never mind. Yeah, yeah um, Austin ran a six six five three cone. Okay, that makes sense. But so so you know you th- look at these guys and you're like, and Austin kind of beats him in all these. You're like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, Austin's but, also know, like five eight. Austin's like half a foot and thirty pounds lighter. You know, so it's so to see uh, Austin do this, and I, I get the sense he's a guy that just got underused at Notre Dame, but is a crazy athlete. Um, so you know, him getting on the map is like, this could be the difference between undrafted guy and being drafted basically. So I need, I want to go back and watch him to see if he has some interesting film out there, but a guy that really flashed for me multiple times across the day. Yeah. And we just mentioned him here. Uh, Calvin Austin as another guy, smaller, smaller guy, definitely going to be uh, an issue size wise at five, eight, one seventy. but man, you look, these guys took worse players that are less athletic last year. You can say Tutu Atwell. <laughs> I mean, there's two of them, Dwayne Eskridge. Oh, yeah, true. And, uh, <laughs> that's that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Two of these guys that are worse players and worse athletes went in the second round last year. Yeah, Calvin exactly. Austin, 432, 39-inch vertical, 135-inch broad jump. That's the same as uh, Weston. Mm-hmm. Um Six six five three cone and a four oh seven uh, short shuttle is just absolutely fantastic and yeah I mean I'll, you you look at it, you can um, complain about the hundred seventy pounds and but like the NFL shown last year that they don't care because Tutu Atwell was one hundred fifty five right like he's he's got fifteen pounds on Tutu Atwell yeah and like if you look at Austin like he's and he's, he's wiry like, too. Yeah, he's wiry. Like he is he, now he's not leaning like, you know, a crazy muster, but he is there's not a lot, there's you know, it's it's well built at 170. So, you know, he's not just yeah. gonna get bent in half and broken down. Um, so I mean, I think he could go in the second round. Um, I probably wouldn't do it, but I could see it happen. I wouldn't be furious about it like I was no, with too too out well. With that athleticism, I would be willing to do a third round pick. Mm-hmm. Like you saw a guy that's a bit bigger but less athletic in terms of the fluidity uh, type stuff um, in uh, uh, shorts from Auburn was taken in third mm-hmm. round last yep. year, that type of range I'm looking at this guy who is a bit skinny or a bit on the smaller side, but has that elite speed. And again, I think Austin is a bit more um, fluid than shorts was coming out. And I think he's a bit more, a bit, more natural of a catcher mm-hmm. than Schwartz was as well. Um, so I, I I just think that if this guy's there in the third, you're you're willing to pull that trigger. Now, do I think he will be there still with those testing numbers? I doubt it. I doubt he'll be available at 89 where the Browns picked Schwartz last year. I doubt he makes it that far. But if he mm-hmm. does, that's where I'm looking at it as a good value. Yeah. Um, one other good, one other guy had a good day. I want to talk about is Alec Pierce from Cincinnati, who was a guy that I didn't, he kind of disappeared at the senior bowl. I think he might've gotten hurt. So we had to sit out, but at six, three to 11, he ran a four, three, three, 40. He jumped 40 and a half inches, which I think was the second best vertical. 
10 foot nine in the broad, uh, ran a four, two, eight short shuttle, which is the same as Jalen Naylor, who did it at four inches and uh, 25 pounds lighter and a seven, one, three, three cone, which is the same as sky Moore, who ran it at uh, four inches shorter, or sorry, five inches shorter and uh, 20 pounds lighter. So for a guy who's a big X receiver type running those kind of agility drills is really good to see. And again, another guy I might want to go back and watch because when I've seen him live at the senior bowl and on broadcast against Bama, he wasn't impressive, but or I, the Notre Dame game was pretty good, but a lot of that was just kind of winning 50, 50 balls. And you do need to display a little more than that. Um, but you know, with this kind of athletic testing, he could be a, he really helped himself with uh, his draft process. Yeah, for sure. And you, you look at Pierce and, you know, he wasn't really very productive going into the season and, mm-hmm. and he he just really jumped in terms of uh not only production but also in terms of the technical aspects and he still has a long way to go right but mm-hmm. i i do think he made a jump from last year yeah. to this year and i think teams are gonna like you know so many of these guys you just see big builds and you're like oh you know they can be an extra receiver and i think that you know, Pierce goes beyond that and that he has really good body control and ability to catch balls in the air and, you know, get his feet down. And that's something that, you know, not a lot of those big guys necessarily have, you know, they can get down the field, but they're, you know, struggle when the ball, when they're jumping and the balls in the air. So he has that good ball tracking ability, which is good to see. Um, in terms of disappointing guys, uh, what were your thoughts on Traylon Burks's combine? <laughs> so it, it was disappointing in the sense that I expected better, but I don't necessarily think for a guy that size, it was necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. I was just expecting a very good performance. And I think that is about an average performance for a guy of that size and build. I agree. I, I th- honestly thought he got done pretty dirty by some of the, like the rumors and expectations that were coming out. Like there was talk, He's going to run four high four threes in the 40. He ran four, five, five. There was talk. He was going to jump 40 plus inches. He jumped 33. There was talk. He was going to have 11 inch hands. He had nine and seven inch inch hands. For a guy who's six, two, two, 25. None of those numbers are bad in a vacuum. It's just a shame that they all got, are all getting compared to the numbers that people thought would happen. And, yeah. you know, I still think Burks is well in the running to be wide receiver one in this class. I really don't think this is going to affect his draft stock that much because, I think teams are going to kind of look past that, go to the film and be like, listen, like we know that his film is good. Um, maybe he's just having a bad day. And like, and they, they, they probably had a better idea as to what his actual numbers would be than the numbers that he put out and the numbers that, you know, kind of was, were flying around as rumors. Yeah. And, and you got to think about it too. This is a guy that reportedly is dropping weight for the combine. Right? Yeah, that too. So it, if your goal at first is to drop weight, you just have less time to be used to uh, performing at that weight. Mm-hmm. So there were most reports were saying he's dropping 10 pounds for the combine here, mm-hmm. the playing at 235, dropping down to 225. So it is an adjustment anytime. And you look, there's other guys that had this as well, where weight changes how they perform. So yeah. I just this, think this is I, I just remembered this. I think I heard somewhere that when he showed this might have been it was either on the athletic football show or NFL stock exchange that when he showed up to wherever he was training to like begin draft training, he was at 246. 
So he's dropped 20 pounds. And so, you know, this isn't saying like, oh, like he only ran so slow out even after dropping weight. It's more about he maybe just doesn't know how to run at that weight at this point. So again, I, I'm not saying, you know, I don't think anybody was saying that. I mean, I don't think anybody was legitimately saying that Burks was going to have like Jamison Williams type speed and having that this 40 speed that he does at 6'2", 225 is fine, especially at the number isn't out there, but Jeremiah was repeatedly saying on the broadcast, like, Hey, when you look at his flying 20, when he's at full speed, it's going to be like among the best. So I'll go with that. And I'm, I'm not too concerned about those times. Yeah, no. And if you're, if you're flying 20s among the best, that just means your start sucked, which is mm-hmm. not a football thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not, not, they're not really doing the three point receiver stance when you're lining up outside anymore, sadly. No. And I, I will say the fact that his jumps were a little bit low mm-hmm. uh, for the broad jump, the honestly, I thought the uh, vertical jump was fine. Yeah. I mean, it's again it's not the best but i'm not i'm not yeah, gonna no, die I, over it. the the one number that really disappointed me was uh charleston rambo's 40 times uh yeah he, and he's consistently supposed the four to be fives. A, a guy that's supposed to be a downfield type guy yeah and i was and you know he's only 177 pounds so he's not like necessarily winning at the catch point so you expect him to just beat receivers over the top with his speed and Based on his 40, that's not the case. Um, and, you know, and he wasn't explosive either. Vertical no. jump of 33 and a half, broad jump of 118 inches. Yeah, just... and I, th- I like Rambo a decent bit, so that was pretty surprising to me. So I'm going to have to go back to his film and check that out, see what the difference is. He might just be a guy that, you know, he maybe maybe like he runs that speed regardless of if he has pads on or off. So like some of these other guys, you know, they'll – put pads and everything on and they'll drop, you know, a 10th of a second or a 10th or like 0.15 seconds and he might not. So it'll be interesting to see with him. Uh, he might, honestly, he might like docked himself around, which sucks. Cause, but you know, that's, that's the nature of the beast. And, and before we move on, did want to shout out Tyquan Thornton, just yeah. for <laughs> fastest 40, four to eight uh, of the receivers. That is uh, yeah. 36 and a half inch vertical, 130 inch broad, uh, for a second there with how bad the unofficial timer was, we thought he had the record. Uh, I mean, John Ross's time is fake for what it's worth, so he probably yeah. beat the record anyways. Yeah, no. it. Yeah, he 4-2-8, just still Baylor, very, very good. Yeah, yeah Baylor gets to all those track guys because like everybody from Baylor ran super well. Yep. Uh, the, we'll get to one of them later. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, moving on to tight ends, um, the one that stood out was uh, Jelani Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, 6'7", 260, 46140. And even if you're saying, oh, move that up to 466, 46640 at 260 pounds is just unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Like, Big that's time. tremendous. Cannot, cannot like that anymore. I just... You know, Virginia is a very fun team to watch, but very mm-hmm. odd. Uh, Brandon Armstrong doesn't necessarily have the most natural throwing motion. And, and it's not, not not even considering he's a lefty. Like, just, yeah. just put that aside. Then it's still weird. Then you add that on. It's just, it's like watching a different sport. Yeah, it's very weird watching it. But I, I do think that with his athleticism, you want to give Jelani Woods a chance to... Mm-hmm become somebody and again with tight ends just just throw some throw some shots on athletic freaks in the late rounds 
because a lot of your top tight ends end up out of the late rounds anyways, and they were athletic freaks. So mm-hmm. just just throw a if you see Jelani Woods there in the fifth, just pick him up, throw a dart. Yeah, absolutely. The other guy that um not sure if I mentioned him on this podcast, but Chigo Conquo, the tight end H back out of Maryland, ran a four five two forty and jumped thirty five point five in the vert. Um, yeah, it's I, I, I was watching some uh, highlights of him, and you know, from what I'd heard and seen, like he kind of reminds me of a Johnu Smith or Gerald Everett type. You know, he's only six two two thirty eight, so he's built just like a huge running back, but. You know, when he was at Maryland and Matt Canada was there, they were giving him the ball on jet sweeps because of how fast and athletic he is. So I, uh, I think he's going to be interesting. Uh, definitely a day three guy, just because you probably aren't going to line him up as the why uh, you need to kind of find a funky role for him. But with the number of teams that are, you know, adopting these Shanahan style offenses, like you look at the, somebody like the dolphins who need a fullback type, you know, that's, that's the kind of guy they might be looking at. Yeah, and, and don't shortchange him. Give him that half inch, six two and a half. <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, no, uh, y- you look especially with a guy like that with that versatility. Your more true fullback types, they ran a full two to four seconds uh, longer. So there, there could be a team where you look at him as probably not going to be as good in terms of the pure running stuff. But I, I think if you're not looking for that, which you don't typically use that that often from your fullback, you could look at a guy like Okonkwu and want to use him as that H-back fullback hybrid type because, like, Jeremiah Hall ran a 4.96. That's your probably your second guy in terms of the fullbacks. Yeah, I, I, I liked Hall a decent bit from what I'd seen on TV and – I just, he's had a terrible, uh, like few months and just did not look good in the senior ball at a terrible combine, especially relative like Connor Hayward has just looked the better player across all measures every single time that they've been at the same place. So rough, rough few months for him. Uh, rest of the tight end group, not overly impressive. Yeah. Know. I didn't think there was anything special, but I don't know. Like the guys that are bigger blocking tight ends ran slow the guys that are your pass catchers ran fast generally honestly even the guys that like that are those bigger guys like they did like daniel bellinger ran in the four sixes which is yeah. about the same time as grant calcaterra um austin allen, and like in the other drills off like guys like austin allen and chase allen you know performed decently well just I'm not sure that it's going to be enough for them to you know be like okay this is a guy i want to invest you know a, a fifth round pick on but they'll probably fall to the seventh or something so yeah, uh, yeah, and then like guy like the higher up guys like Rucker, McBride, um, likely didn't do a lot of the tests, so it's hard. It was hard to get a beat on them. So, yeah, just an overall like up and down a uh, few days for the tight ends, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Moving on to offensive line, um, man, uh, to be quite honest here, I. I was not expecting that out of Penning. I was expecting a good performance, but like a 48940, like him being even with the added, that's a 494. I was expecting him to be right around five. That's a full uh five tenths, five one hundredths of a second faster than I thought. 
he would be even with the added time I thought that was a pretty pretty good day uh, for him uh, anyone else stand out for you on this uh, offensive I mean, line group I mean you know where I'm going with this <laughs> yeah you know I got to talk up my guy yeah he did amazing yeah. as well yeah, Zion Johnson from Boston College was the best interior offensive lineman on the field that uh, during his day. 51840, which is it was average. That's fine. He led the group in the bench, uh, 32-inch vertical, which I think was hang on, I gotta pull up my I have a whole have all his numbers ranked and everything. So give me one second to get those up. Um, let me I'll go through keep going through his numbers though. Uh Nine nine foot four inch broad jump four four six shuttle and seven three eight three cone, um, and the big thing was comparing him to Kenyon Green, who was kind of the other top guard. And you know, I, I don't. I, I this is rich for me considering I'm going to be calling other people's bodies. Uh, but Kenyon Green just looked sloppy in terms of his body composition, his drills. He didn't really understand what the drills were doing. He was yeah, he fell thought, a few times. I he had a rough rough his thing. legs looked look very thin and johnson and this is like johnson has put on a lot of weight since high school and like it is all muscle his legs are massive he is just chiseled and like he doesn't look like he's above 310 pounds it's insane um but here so here i was how he ranked so among the players that tested his short shuttle was third out of 41 his three cone was fourth out of 36 his vertical jump was fourth out of 45th his broad was tied for six out of 50th and he was first in the bench press this accounts uh, for a 9.56 relative athletic score shout out Kentley Platt which was the fourth best among the 23 guards in this class that have complete profiles so I you know aside from maybe Tyler Linderbaum I think that really there's he is firmly in place as the second best material offensive lineman in this draft um, given that he is versatile he is ready to play now the only thing I can say with Green is that if green fixes some of the things, you know, maybe he could be better um, down the road, but with guards and the, the kind of guards that have busted in the recent years, I think teams that are looking for guard help are going to look for a guy who is, you know, ready to play now and is ready to be a consistently good player. They're not willing to kind of bet on, you're not willing to bet and risk, risk wasting a first round pick on a guard. You know, you want a guy who's like, all right, this guy's going to be our starter for the next 10 years. And that's exactly what Zion Johnson is. Yeah, uh, good. Well, you got to go, and I completely agree. I think Zion Johnson's going to be fantastic. to had a good day. Uh, you wait on that. I want to go on a guy that I look at, and I want to go off on how disappointing it was. Oh, boy. Tell me. Now, it wasn't a bad day. I will say that. This was not a bad performance. Tell me how in the world you are going to go out and want Nicholas Petit Frere as this developmental tackle with these elite <laughs> movement abilities and zero core strength and zero strength at all when he doesn't even he's slightly above average athletically that's the guy you're going to bet because his only positive trait is his movement skills his movement skills are what is his selling point and he is just an above average athlete I mean, these jumps are catastrophically bad. Yeah, 24 and a half He's, inch vertical is bad. That's horrific. Ironically, I think the only other player that was worse was Thayer Munford and yeah, Zach I, and Thomas. I'm not from, shocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the thing is like, you're expecting Thayer Munford to not perform well athletically. Yeah. Because um, Thayer Munford that's... is strong. The whole concern with yeah. Munford is his athletic ability. We knew mm. that. 
Petit Frere is not athletic enough to be a guy that we bet on his athleticism. Five one four forty, twenty four and a half inch vertical, and that's a eight foot seven broad, I believe. Yeah, I mean it's like it's not great. No, and like he came in at a good weight with good arm length. His his size was good. Six five three three sixteen with thirty three and five eighths inch arms. That's good size. But like this is not the athlete that you bet on. Yeah, I mean, frankly, I think you know, I think going into this year, we thought the tackle class was going to be pretty good, but with how the senior bowl and how the combine has went down, you know, I think after you obviously have the top few guys that are, you know, surefire first rounders in Neil, Aquanu, Cross, Penning. Then you have the next year guys where you have your uh, Darian Kennards and Chris Smith's or Tyler Smith's who are kind of tackle guard hybrids. And then some people like Bernard, this, that, I think there's a big drop off after that. Cause then you have guys like Bernard Raymond, Nicholas Petit Frere, and then Daniel Falele and Bayer Munford who are, you know, they are, I think, I think Raymond had a pretty decent day. Um, he moved well. He, you know, put, he was one of the best benchers, uh, but he only has 32 and seven, eight inch arms. So I get it. It's not everything, but if you're wanting him to play left tackle, that's a little concerning. Um, and then after that, you know, a lot of the guys even below them did not have the best days at tackle. So I don't know. I, the one, the one guy, and I think I mentioned him after senior bowl is Matt Willetsko from North Dakota, who is uh six, seven, three, 12 and had 36 and one eight inch arms. He ran a five Oh three 40 jumped 30 in the vert nine foot, five inches in the broad. So very good numbers for another FCS player. Um, and if I, I've said this before, like if you want, if you're going to bet on a day three tackle um, kind of, uh, you know, jumping up a level and he's going to jump up two levels essentially, but that, well, let's go the guy that I'm going to bet on. Cause he's got the size, he's got the moving abilities. Um, and then if you just kind of teach him how to play the game a little better with, which you probably can do, like, he's the guy that's like, all right, like, you know, maybe two years down the road, he's playing and playing decently well after red resting or red shirting and getting accustomed to the NFL. Yeah. A guy I want to shout out for, I thought he had a pretty decent performance with center um, cam Jurgens from Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, 6'3", 303, 33 and 38 inch arms, 49240, threw up 25 on the bench. I I thought that was a pretty solid performance out of him. Yeah, he um, was really good. Anyone stand out to you negatively outside of the guys we already hit? Again, I don't want to be too I don't want to be too mean, but is it too late for William for Bill Dunkel from San Diego State to go back to school because woof. I mean, Dude ran a five four four forty, twenty six inch vert, seven foot eleven inch broad jump, which I think was the worst among everybody at the combine. Four nine one short shuttle, a seven nine seven three cone, and like I said, that you know Green didn't look great. This dude just did not look like an NFL player, um, and he declared early, so this it's not a good look for him. You know, I know that the the Arizona State punter somehow went back to school after going undrafted. So honestly, I hope this happens for him because this was a terrible combine, one of the worst I've seen. Um, in terms of other, I, mean, I think you're kind of just disappointed not to see guys like Tyler Linderbaum and Evan Neal, uh, but you know, just just for seeing how crazy they're going to do in, in events like this, but. Uh, so that's kind of disappointing, but you know, I think some people had a. Uh, looks like Cole Strange had another good day uh, in a, in a relatively weak center class. That's good for him. I still have my concerns about him, but 
you know, it's, it's, a, it's a very, it's a, it's pretty strange offensive line class to be honest. So yeah, uh, it, very good at the top after mm-hmm. that we get a little dicey, but yeah, definitely. Uh, guy, I want to say a little disappointed in Max Mitchell. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Definitely. Um, six, six, three Oh seven just doesn't have great size. And with a skinnier guy at tackle, you expect him to perform well athletically. Um, and I think he, cause he, he was listed two ninety nine, and he yeah. ran a five, three forty. So I'm guessing he did put on weight and yeah, just he, like, he put like on Burks didn't, eight didn't know how to run with it. Yeah, exactly. Eight pounds, five, three, two forty, 25 inch ver- vertical, 106 inch broad. 8093 cone 465 yeah. short shuttle that's yes just... not great yeah i think a lot of there's a good there was a decent amount of hype for him and i think that that's pretty much all about gone too yeah that, that's just and, and you obviously you got to mark the fact that he probably again performed worse because of that added weight mm-hmm. but even if you are performing worse like we're talking about when we were talking about with burks we're talking about five one hundredths of a second difference maybe maybe a tenth of a second even if you go up to the tenth of a second with mitchell that's still a five two two at a guy that's 300 pounds you want him running near five flat yeah exactly like like he doesn't have the size going for him he needs to be near that five flat especially when when we talked about earlier on a fast field mm-hmm it yeah, just it's wild overall very disappointing now speaking of not disapp- <laughs> speaking of disappointing and not and a lot of these guys just did the exact opposite and that's these edge rushers my god let's yeah, start i out. mean we... i want to start out <laughs> with the fastest 40 here amare barno four three six forty at 246 pounds 37 inch vertical 131 inch broad jump 445 short shuttle isn't great or anything but it's solid i i thought he performed very well but these top guys performed out their goddamn mind yeah with, with barno i just want to mention that shane Q uh, is my co-host on our steelers podcast said he wants he just wants barno to whatever team drafts him just put him as the one of the punt gunners out on the far outside because of how fast and long he is. And I was like, listen, you, there are worse players you could put out there. But yeah, I mean, you know, he didn't get yeah, the numbers. I wanted to that... see, that's why I wanted to see with Micah Parsons last yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, Aiden Hutchinson didn't necessarily get the numbers that were reported in the Feldman article, but still elite numbers in the agility drills, good numbers in the jumps, solid 40. Uh, arms were a little short which i think honestly some people expected so i don't think it's going to hurt him too much um yeah i'm uh, i'm less worried about the length with hutchinson and more worried about how upright he is yeah like, like i mean i hey, think the, him playing upright is a lot bigger issue than him not having ideal length yeah he i think it'll his success is going to be a little dependent on where he ends up going like they need to he's not gonna be able to just be used as like uh pure like outside rush you need to get him kind of over the tap decent a bit um his running mate david ojabo had a great day four five five forty 35 inch vert uh four four five uh shuttle so that's a little yeah good day from him um going down the list here um trying to find some uh Kayvon Thibodeau had a good 40 um good bench reps too yeah, then he threw decided to opt out on which, the bench mm-hmm. yep so i think uh, i'm uh, 
it's tough because, you know, as fans, you hear all these things about Kayvon Thibodeau and you don't really know like how much of it to believe. You don't really know how much teams are believing it. Um, Based on like, it seemed like his podium session was kind of the thing and it might've rubs people the wrong way, but I think it's just a matter. Like, I think if you just read it, like, I think it could go both ways. Like if you read it without context, you might be like, okay, like he's just really confident or, and you know, that's fine for a player. Like, you know, if you think about a guy's like, um, like a Tyron Matthew, like, there are guys that are just going to be like built and like wired differently. And that might be just how Kayvon is. Um, so I, I'm really not worried about it. I think it's doing him a big disservice, all this kind of media crap. Um, so I'm hoping he's, I think he's still going to go quite high. I hope the fall that his rumor doesn't happen. Um, I mean, I would like it to happen. I mean, <laughs> just so I think 13 is a bit too far, honestly. We'll just start some shit. Just, just, yeah, just, uh, just drop some, <laughs> uh, some false flag info, but I mean, we got to talk about Trevon Walker. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the short arms with Hutchins and my God, this dude has vines, 35 yeah. and a half inch arms. And then the size six, five, two seventy two, and testing like this at two seventy two. Stupid. Just stupid. Six, eight, nine, three cone, four, three, two short shuttle, four, five, one forty. Um, just is like an alien like i mean that i don't even think that does it enough justice to be frank um but yeah it's just i mean i know that the athletic guys like have him going top three now Um, yeah uh him uh both brugler and lance zerline both mocked him at three to the texans um and that's very interesting with zerline because he's very plugged in in houston yeah he's probably of the national guys he's the most plugged in he does live in houston as well uh, yeah. just he brought his points brought up where uh he not only fits the uh traditional uh patriots archetype size wise for uh this position and agilities wise too because yeah. belichick values those values three cone very high. No, it's not belichick exactly but that school values the three cone very highly yeah and he also fits in well with lovey smith yeah absolutely so, yeah he i think that's his ceiling yeah. I don't see him going above three. Yeah, but it's he's he's gonna be a wild card because you know I think you know I think I it's so weird because like he is you know he's built like this and he played five tech and teams are gonna ask him to play you know seven tech and you know could teams ask him to be a stand up rusher maybe and because he probably could do it on so he just wasn't asked to because he didn't have to. Um, I mean, so that yeah, was but yeah. Georgia also had this dude dropping back into coverage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean again an absolute alien. Um these guys aren't listed among the edges but are at least this are yeah, they aren't listed among the edges because the combine is dumb and puts weird people in weird groups like they had Nick Benito with the interior defensive lineman. But I mean Jermaine Johnson had a great uh, workout. Um, I, I, he's continuing to ascend. Um, I think he could be a top 10 pick now and Boye Mafe had an, another excellent outing. I think he was one of, Oh, did he, did they get knocked down? I was going to say he had a not, he had a 10 RAS at one point, but now it's down to a 9.91. Um, so he had another crazy athletic testing day. Um, he might end up being a, I think he's probably gonna be a first round pick at this point. Uh, cause he had a great senior bowl and now great combine. So, you know, another, big riser there yeah and and you're looking there there's probably a definitive top six i would say and and i think he slides in as that next guy you have hutchinson and thibodeau you have your next group of walker johnson 
um, Ojabo, Carl Loftus, and then I think he slides in as that next guy after that yep. group. Yeah, I would agree with that. And now we get to move on to the arguably an even better position group, the interior defensive linemen. Yeah, no, uh, just absolutely dumb. Um, some of these guys uh, start out with the freak of a mountain. Um, Jordan Davis, 6'6", 341, 34-inch arms, 478-40, 32-inch vertical, 123-inch broad. Just absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I mean, and again, Kentley Platt had his RAS at a perfect 10. At some point, he said it was the second highest RAS since Calvin Johnson. Yes. Uh, so uh, just not just since Calvin Johnson, ever. Ever, right. Yeah, yeah ever. Yeah. The second highest RAS ever. Yeah. Um, and again, again, you can say, oh, it's a fast track. You know, he's dropping weight. Okay. Four, three, eight. This... Four, four, eight, three is still yeah. insane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his, and his jumps were incredibly the best jump, broad jump of any prospect over 300 pounds. Um, and you know, I, I mean, I think by the time people, since they've, it's everything that's been said has been said about him. Like it's crazy. Um, but I mean, it, it kind of almost unfairly overshadowed the rest of the group. He had his running mate, Devonta Wyatt had an excellent day, ran the, ran an even faster 40 granted on a much uh, smaller size, but great Still workout from boy. him. Yeah. Big, yeah. Big dude. Uh, great workout from him. Uh, Travis, Travis Jones, Jones ran a four, nine, four two at 325 pounds six four which any other year would have been the like talk of the t- would have been the entire thing that we're talking about and this now it doesn't even get mentioned basically which is insane um going around Perry and Winfrey uh, had thought, a good day yep, as well Perry and Winfrey had a great day um oh, there's somebody I'm he was a four eight nine forty and then stopped but Oof, that four eight nine for him is fantastic. Yeah, crazy. Um, I thought there was somebody else in this group that I thought had an underrated, really good day, but I can't find them now. Um, if you want, th- wait. I have the guy that I think disappointed, so I can do that. Oh, actually, so this guy is in the edge group, which annoys me. Uh, but I really like Thomas Booker out of Stanford. Um, he he played um as like a three, four defensive end for Stanford. Um, and again, that's, it's a pretty rare skill set among these kind of guys. So I really like him. He's a really smart player uh, and he's had a decent day athletic testing wise. Um, so I like him, but let's go to the guys that disappointed. Yeah. Uh, start off with the Marvin Leal. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you're looking, this is a guy who is defensive and sized. You're looking at probably want to put on a little more weight. Five second 40, 27 and a half inch vertical, 106 inch broad, 449 short shuttle. Just a like yeah, I mean, overall for a defensive tackle, it's not terrible, but for a guy at 280, that's yeah. pretty bad. For the for the second, uh, sorry, tied for the second lightest person among this group besides Nick Benito, who I don't know why he was with them, but still you know, he's tied for the second lightest and he's running one of the slower times. It's just not great. And like, it's funny, like I'm, I was doing a mock draft today and I mocked him to the chiefs in the second round. I was like, Oh wait, it's just Breland speaks all over again. And I was like, Oh no, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, no, I, man, you, you watch the 2020 man. And this guy is just different. Yeah. I, he's just I don't... different than what he is this past year it's yeah. just i i just don't know what to do with them like i don't know <laughs> and and that that that's that's the worst thing is like and thing you is, don't know i i know preseason we talked about him and we said 
this is a guy that worst comes to worst, he's still in that late first, early second round as an edge rusher. And you can't be an edge rusher with this bad of testing. Yeah, I mean, we had him, I think, as our IDL one. Yes, uh, we did. The preseason end, like, probably was in my top 15 prospects. And then this year was just right off a cliff. So, yeah, Yeah. I mean. Thankfully, a couple of these other guys stepped up. Guys that, like, we had Davis and Wyatt and Winfrey. Mm -hmm anywhere from i believe the highest was three and the lowest was six which was me yeah. with wyatt so mm-hmm. yeah like these guys stepped up a bit and have really came came around and gotten to that point where like wyatt and davis are quite honestly about where we had the al preseason mm-hmm. yep absolutely um anyone else disappoint uh not not the nobody that i really care to continue talking about let's go to linebackers okay and i mean our our large adult son Troy Anderson is the guy yes, to start at the king um, that we stand the king of the north yeah uh Montana State let's go baby uh six go three Bobcats. six three and a half 243 uh FCS legend because he has the single season rushing record at Montana State while playing quarterback yep um <laughs> and this guy is a linebacker I saw some there was a lot of talk about uh, apparently the NFL thinks of him as a Taysom Hill type. This dude is good. That's the difference. This guy is actually <laughs> good at football. Uh, 4 4 36 inch vertical, 128 inch broad jump. And he's 243 pounds. Dude, I mean, he was the first guy running the 40s. And as soon as that 4 4 came, I'm like, all right, this, if we're here, it, it has arrived. The type train is leaving the station. I was so pumped for him. Uh, yeah, I mean, the 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 second honestly the linebacker group is rounding out into a, a really solid class but i mean yeah, yeah, i think I, I really I think, like it the depth i think it. there's a good chance that he gets into the second round it would not shock me to see him go at the back end to one of those playoff teams that you know needs some linebacker help like the packers or the chiefs or something yeah no if i'm a team that just like my <laughs> i got killed by my linebackers mm-hmm. i'm drafting him i yeah. don't i don't and, really care. and like the thing is like Again, he's still relatively new to the position, but that athleticism is there. His instincts are improving. Like he got so much better every day at the senior bowl. And it was incredible. And like, you know, even if he does make a mistake, he has the athleticism to recover. It's so special. And like, and like you're saying, like he'll have a role on teams immediately. He can give you some snaps at fullback or tight end if you want. Like he can do, he's gonna find a way onto the field. Like he can take up multiple spots. He is gonna be extremely valuable. Um the George again, you know, double up again, Georgia guys, great day for Channing Tyndall and Quay Walker, both ran in the four fives uh, unofficially T- Tyndall got the nod into the four fours, Tyndall yeah, four, four, elite, seven for 10. Yeah. Elite jumps from Tyndall 42 inch vertical, 10 foot, nine inch broad, just bonkers stuff, which was good. Cause I didn't think he had the best. Um, he didn't have the best senior bowl in my opinion, but these numbers are really helpful. And then great numbers from Quay Walker, who I still think is a really good player. And I think is going to be underdrafted. Yeah, uh, another guy that performed fairly well is Malcolm Rodriguez from Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Um, bit bit shorter than you want, only 5'11". Yes, he's a safety high. He played safety. He's like a yeah. bit of a safety hybrid, but he led them and led the linebackers in benching. I thought, no, he, oh, he no. didn't bench. Never mind. Sorry. No. Look at the wrong uh, but 4'5", 240 at 233 pounds, uh, 232. Uh, 39.5-inch vertical and 120-inch broad jump. The Just a good good performance there um 
not not someone I expected to jump like that. Mm-hmm. Um, thought so. Thought that was impressive. Uh, Christian Harris did a pretty good job. Uh, how about and granted, not a lot of them did it, but how about Darian Beavers leading the linebackers in the three cone with a six nine one? Yeah, that's odd. That was to wild. be quite honest. <laughs> like I did I not see that one coming. And like yeah. Yeah. And good jumps too. 36 and a half inch vert, 10 foot, five inch broad. Like the little, not exactly what I saw on tape, but impressive. No, no very, very, and he's very down. Good. He's down uh 15 pounds since the senior bowl. So that's, you know, that's good to see that. You yeah. Know, which to be honest, that if the 237 is more the area mm-hmm. that most teams would want him at. Yeah. Now, yeah. obviously like we talk about him as a perfect Belichick scheme guy, um, if he goes to one of those, obviously they'll probably want him at that playing weight he was at at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like I don't know. Like if you're getting the athleticism out of him, as long as he can still play physically, I don't necessarily know if it's you necessarily need him to go back up. Yeah. And speaking of Belichick and linebackers, and this guy just had his pro day, but Leo Chanel absolutely showed out. Um, came in at six two two fifty, ran a four five three forty. 40 and a half inch for 10 foot, eight, eight inch broad jump. Uh, didn't bench here. A lot of people thought he would, and he put up uh, 40, but I think he had his pro day. He put up 34 reps of 225 pounds. Uh, and I think he had some good agility numbers there at his pro day. So disappointing. I think he, <laughs> yeah, 34 reps for a linebacker. That's so sad, but uh, um, definitely firmly a second round pick. I think some, he might even get some first round consideration. Not sure if that'll actually happen, but I could probably see some reports being like, Oh, like there's a chance that you should all go in the first round, but I'm not sure it happened just because of linebacker, but you know, great day from him as well. A lot of, a uh, lot of good days from linebacker to be honest. I want to say I was shocked by this. This was a guy I was writing an article on uh, how Gators performed at the combine. Jeremiah moon. <laughs> Jeremiah moon has like <laughs> eight something RAS. This dude. Yeah. Is- For- 40 and a half inch vertical 11 i think he led all linebackers in the broad jump yeah he did yeah, no it, <laughs> i i did not see this coming and a uh, decent agility number 709 yeah uh, especially given he's 65 250 with 35 inch arms. yeah <laughs> like yeah and a like, 47 475 40 it's not terrible like no for uh, that size it's pretty good yeah like, like he'll he'll get drafted they'll they'll find something for him to do yeah, no, I was I was shocked by that because you know, like when his stuff came oh. up, I was like, ah, this guy's not any good. I can just he, ignore it. He, so another guy that teams are just going to draft and we'll figure it out later. You got to be Brandon Smith from Penn State, and it's the combine, so of course the Penn State guy showed out. But he played at two thirty five. He came in at six three two fifty for this, and still ran a four five two forty with thirty seven inch thirty seven and a half inch vertical. 10 foot, eight inch broad jump. Just And he's another guy with vines, 34 and five yeah. inch arms. Yeah. We talked about Jeremiah Moon at 35, but 34 and five eight yeah. linebackers, insane. Yeah. And, and he's, and go ahead. The, the only thing I'm, who told this guy to get up to 250? I have no idea because like he plays off ball Sam. So he's like in the overhang and they're just like, yeah, just put on tons of weight and still run a four, five, 40. Just, I just, again, I don't think you're going to know what to do with them. Just be like, listen, like, only so many people can move that well at that size. We'll we'll put you on teams and we'll figure it out later. Yeah, no, like like honestly, worth a fifth round pick just for the special teams oh, yeah, value. Absolutely. Um, well, we'll move on. One one guy I do want to mention before we move on. Um, Jack Sanborn running a four seven three forty. Good for him. Yeah, no, like 
with Dude. 34 and a half inch uh, vert, nine foot, six inch broad jump, uh, you know, a normal Wisconsin inside linebacker, but that, that's a good time. I, I like Sanborn is good film. He's not going to, you know, cover backs and receivers in the slot, but you need somebody to be a two down between the tackles linebacker. That's your guy. Yeah. That, I thought that was pretty good considering mm-hmm. what the expectations were. Um, Even when he was running like low four eights before they adjust the time, I was like, all right, that's not like it. Cause I think we all expected Sanborn to run like 5.1. <laughs> yeah, no, so, we expected him so to be force, It's the inverse trail on Burks. He's like, okay, he wasn't catastrophically terrible. Yeah. Um, look, looking at uh corners now, Kalen Barnes. Yeah. Four, he's on the, he's on the, he's on the radar. <laughs> second fastest 40 in combine history. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like it's a Baylor track guy. <laughs> I think I, 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 he didn't do anything else. And after that, he, he okay, did do two attempts. But after that, it's like, all right, I've, I don't need to do anything else. Like, no reason to do it. I'll just save it the pro day. Yeah, no. And, and you look at the next guy right after him, Tariq Woolen. Yep, which I think we all were expecting. <laughs> I was expecting the 40. Four threes. Yeah, maybe four two six. Yeah, like, I, crazy. I, like, even then, it's like, that's not like out of this world. But the 42 inch vertical at six foot four. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That we're that doggle, that doggle hunt. And uh, apparently, this is a guy that, that Baylor recruited as well. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> they knew. They, I mean, that's all they do. They just recruit track guys. Um, another guy, a small school guy, Zion McCollum from Sam Houston State, uh, 6'2, 199, only 30, 30 and three quarter inch arms, but. A yeah, four, this three, is three, the performance that gets him drafted. Yeah, the four three three forty, a thirty nine and a half inch vert, eleven foot broad jump, three nine four short shuttle, and a six four eight three cone. Like, yeah, he he's the only sub four second uh, he, short. Shuttle. So Tariq Woolen also got a ten RAS. Zion McCollum got a nine point nine nine. So just crazy yeah, that that's fine that's all yeah, right it's it's doable we can we'll, we'll we can work around it um yeah i, I need to dive into his zone because i think he, he's does a lot of stuff he's played for them for a long time i think they have like returning punts uh doing all kinds of stuff so he'll he's gonna get drafted pretty highly i think now um a lot of our guys in this group uh cam taylor Britt with a 438 didn't expect that <laughs> no no and, and we are cam taylor Britt guys but yes. we are not cam taylor Britt is a 438 guy yeah yeah we were like yeah maybe the safety because he can't run fast uh okay now we look stupid <laughs> yeah i mean like you look these corners just like Kyrie elam 439 sauce gardner at 441 mm-hmm. like trent, honestly trent Mc, like trent mcduffie with a nice 444 yeah the only like disappointing one was probably kyler gordon and yeah. there were a lot of reports about him being sick uh, yeah. at the combine mm-hmm. and he all yeah. he did was run he didn't do anything after yeah. that exactly yeah i'm looking i mean cast three castro feels the four three eight again tack some time onto there because it's other times were four four seven and a four four eight so but four, mid four fours is very good for him um uh, i'm trying to see like what else we got here um oh. yeah i mean great day for sauce uh yeah. you know it might be the top corner now with stingley having a bit of a rough you know time lately <laughs> So the one guy I didn't like his performance here, my Michael Wright, 173 oh, pounds, yeah. four five seven forty. That's yeah, that's pretty great. rough. And, and this is a uh, guy I talked about him when we were watching his film over the summer. This is a guy that I really liked 
um, his not not his general high point leaping ability, but his ability to work to that high point off of different platforms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't get to see him jump, but like again, it's a guy where I didn't expect him to be crazy high vertical. I expect him to be able to adjust and be able to bounce off of different platforms. So like that doesn't even really translate no. to helping him in terms of the honestly jumps. i i have to imagine like his real times are faster because like he had multiple kick returns uh touchdowns in cut co- like when he was a freshman maybe he weighed a little less but if you're returning multiple kickoffs for touchdowns in college you're running fast in a four six four five seven you just are so maybe he kind of had the same thing gordon had um another guy that disappointed for me jermaine waller from virginia tech uh 180 pounds ran a four six eight forty official not great um there's a few other guys that didn't have the best times um Kobe Josh, Bryant was four five four like that's not, about yeah that's about it's not like awful for him at six one like it's it's not the worst thing but uh arm length wise uh McDuffie was a bit short I know yeah I think that's I some think, concerns and obviously we already knew about McCreary's arm length so yeah I think there. I think people are just going to have to accept he's going to have to play in the slot because and I get it he's really good he has great film I, I totally get it um but NFL receivers are just different like even if you're playing that well in the SEC I, it's just a different football game um I don't know if we, a guy another one of my guys Alante Taylor with a 4-3-6 which I didn't think he was that fast on film that that was 4-4 four, four. He had unofficial times within the four fours, which that's about that. That's even higher than I expected. So good workout from him at one ninety nine. Um, disappoint. Well, interesting. So Joshua Williams from Fayetteville State uh, came in at six, just under six three, one hundred ninety five pounds, just under thirty three inch arms, thirty six inch vert, ten foot four inch broad. Uh, his official four was a four five three. His other times were in the high four fives, low four sixes. So he can contend with NFL speed, but. I'm not sure that he's going to be able to like consistently survive against NFL players. Yeah, I'm, I'm there with you Uh, again, just like I didn't think it was awful, but it's hard with these guys because we don't know when they're moving up multiple levels here. Yeah. And especially just when you just think of the small school guys, you know, you have Woolen who's it's a G five, but then you have Zion McCollum and those guys were just absolutely insane athletes. Like you, you're just going to take the guy who's the better athlete. Yeah. And even him. South Carolina state, Kobe Durant ran a four, three, eight. That's another. And he, well, he's, he's a, he's a teeny tiny little dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Five, 10, Yeah. But yeah. Uh, um, anyone else here for you? Uh, no, I think we can pivot to safeties now. Yeah, so safeties. Um, Lewis seen my god. Oh, our yeah, our well, it Leon O'Neill didn't test, but yeah, so it or he jumped, but that was it. But in lieu of Leon O'Neill, we do have Lewis seen who should be a first round pick now. Yes, thankfully. Uh, yes, that's finally people are understanding the gospel yes. is spreading. Yeah, four three seven forty three hundred. Uh, 36 and a half inch vertical. My God, I wish it was a 300 and a half inch <laughs> vertical. He has uh, moon boots on. He turned down the gravity. 133 inch broad jump at a 6'2", Mm-hmm. Just insane. Yeah. I mean, ever. I mean, Georgia just blew it. The Georgia had Georgia had the day that Penn State usually does. Um, and, and like Penn State wasn't bad. Yeah, either. Penn State was no slouch either. Uh, Dax Hill, great day from him. Uh, jumps weren't as good, but really good agility numbers. Uh good 40 at 438 um 
Interesting day for Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, Ran, like runs a, everything except for the 40 was great. Yeah, so 4-3-2 short shuttle, 6-9-0-3 cone, fantastic for 6-4-2-20, 10-11 broad, 38-inch vertical, great. Then a 4-5-9-40, which is, you know, and, and his, that was right on his official time, his unofficial times too, so it's right in that range. When I saw that, I was thinking, maybe he's not fully recovered from his injury and you know the other numbers would kind of indicate that he is back but i'm just wondering like running in a straight line with that injury might be a little tougher i don't know um but so it's tough and like again like at that size you know he's got one of those guys where it's like when he puts on the pads he's still running that so you know yeah his... it, it... go ahead i was just gonna say this dude's instincts are so insane that he makes up for a lot of it. Like I talked about yeah. that with Brisker as well. Like a guy that his instincts make up for uh, not having in Brisker. I don't remember. If yeah. He if he has a four, yeah, four, 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 nine, nine. Yep. Like, which solid decent. Um, but like, yeah, these guys' instincts make up for them being a bit slower than yeah. a lot of these high caliber athletes at safety. Yeah. And I think, you know, at, at Notre Dame, he did more of this, um, especially two years ago, but at, in the NFL level, you're just not going to have him consistently be the single high free safety. And that's really why you would want that never to be better, you know, cause you're just going to play him down in the box as more of a tight end stopper and run defender, which is, he's excellent at that. So you know, I'm not too concerned about it. I, he's still the number one player on my board by a fair margin and is at basically a notch above everybody else in the, uh, the a notch above the next tier of guys in this class. Like he is prospect one in this class for me without a doubt. Yeah. Regardless uh, of that I, time. I agree with you there. Uh, got another guy. I'm not sure if he's a safety, but like he only weighed 205 pounds. So I guess he has to be Dade Belton yeah yeah i'm in i'm intrigued you know yeah good good like i honestly thought this was a guy that could be that uh a bit shorter but could be that uh linebacker convert because he played quite a bit in the box mm-hmm. at iowa and was at times listed as a linebacker um, yeah. for them so four four three forty thirty six and a half inch vertical 100.3 inch broad uh 7013 cone and a 424 short shuttle that's that's good athleticism right there yeah. for Belton. The one that I was really impressed by was uh, Tyson Anderson out of Toledo, who's a bigger slot safety, just a hair under 6'2", 209 pounds, ran a 4.36, which I think was tied for the fastest among the safeties, uh, 35 and a half inch vert, 10 foot, three inch broad, six foot, six, six, four, three cone, four, two, eight shuttle. Uh, you know, I think he's a day three pick, but he's played a lot of different roles for Toledo. He's played slot. He's played strong safety. He's played uh, free safety. He's played, you know, so he's played some linebacker. He's played some outside corner. Like he can do everything. And he's a crazy athlete. So, you know, again, put him on team, start him there and, you know, work his way into the lineup and he can be a big help in diamond nickel packages. Yeah. Uh, uh, I completely agree with you. Is there anyone else here on these safeties that stands out to you? No, pretty average day. Besides, I think we need to talk about uh, Jake Camarda running a four, five, six. <laughs> uh, yeah, punter from uh, Georgia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> why are these Georgia players, including their punter, running so fast? I don't understand why. 
like oh my god it's just just think think if if you put together a you, you don't need to be putting he needs to be he needs to be out there as a gunner yeah uh let's see uh, his arms are that long anyways um you know with Kamara, i'm just thinking like i'm trying to think of another one who would like if you put together like a four by 100 relay of jake Kamarta, jordan davis devonta wyatt and like trayvon walker <laughs> they would beat a lot of other foursomes you could make out of this like of guys from the same team yeah, at, at the 3d <laughs> lineman and a punter yeah <laughs> like I, I think i think like the other team, like the other teams that have specials, they're like Oklahoma has Gabe Burkick, uh, Penn State has Jordan Stout. Like, if you put those guys, like with, like, say you put with Gabe Burkick, you put him with uh, Perry and Winfrey, Isaiah Thomas, and I don't know, like Kennedy Brooks. Like, I think the Georgia guys are winning. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's insane. insane. Um, but Matt Areza, the good day, four six eight forty, no slouch from him, thirty two inch vert. Good yeah, stuff. No, I, I thought all the specialists did fairly well. Uh, Adam Idis, like eh, long snapper, He's a long snapper. <laughs> eh, eh. Who, who really cares? Like, yeah, would it have been nice to have him run in the four sixes, four seven? Sure, but like, who cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, honestly, like, yeah, I, I'm not worried about it. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, well, anybody else we want to hit on that we missed here? No, I think we I think we got everybody as much as we can. All right. Well, uh, that'll be it for us this week. We will be back next week. Until then, let's get fired up.